You didn't ask for it, but here it is, the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. All right, hello and welcome back to the Bourbon and Brothers Podcast. My name is Flynn. I'm here with my fellow hosts, Kevin. Happy to be here. Andrew. How's it going, guys? And Pretty. Boom shakalaka! You proud of that? I am. Okay. Anybody Anybody else present? We might be in quarantine. <gasps> We're in quarantine? Let's see how long I last. Over or under two <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, my girlfriend is here. Yeah. <laughs> quarantine! <laughs> uh, I welcome. guess I had nothing better to do. She, uh, I said, is anyone else here? And she just pointed to the J that is Jacob Pretty's audio in the Zoom <laughs> as if someone besides her was going to start talking next. Yeah, Pretty joins his <laughs> own Zoom You've had a twice. silent person here the entire time. <laughs> yes. I've always wondered what that other J was. I just never thought anything else yeah. about it. Whoops. Welcome, Allison. It is yes. she. It is I. I exist. Allison, I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I don't think you do, though. Um, so I'm behind. So, it's a running theme. It's a running dozens theme. Of episodes I'm she says behind. I'm behind. So I, I told, I'm also I told, behind The Bachelor, so, you know. <laughs> I told the guys this on on an episode, but when you started a, a group text with me and Lauren and Hove Camp and you, um, I didn't have your number saved in my phone. So uh, I thought for about half a second, I was like, what's her last name? And I just put it as quarantine. So it's Allison <laughs> quarantine in, in my phone. So uh, <laughs> it's going to stay like that forever. That's for sure. It's probably <laughs> yep. easier to spell than my regular last name that people surprisingly bond. is not no, people destroy it <laughs> people destroy my last name it makes no sense it is not a difficult last name to spell it's normal it is normal i totally agree and people butcher it no, camp's like they never oh misspell mine flynn what so, are you drinking I, so tonight i am drinking um it so preface this this is not bourbon um but it is whiskey and so a lot of craft distilleries have been popping up um, all over the place. And, and, you know, they have restaurants and stuff like that. So when my wife and I went to uh, Columbus, we actually stopped at a craft distillery. It's called um, High Bank Distillery. And so I did a flight of their whiskeys and they were not able to give me any information on mash bill or age or anything like that um that's a good sign but that's a good i sign. got there it's called whiskey war barrel proof um it's 117.5 proof um and it just says a blend of straight whiskeys handcrafted in small batches aged at least two years so that was good enough for me i bought it it is delightful um, and i do like the higher proof stuff so this barrel proof uh is pretty um pretty good kevin what are you drinking I uh, am taking a, a play out of the Flynn Ashley playbook, and I'm having some Belle of Maysville. Nice. Um, I, uh, my wife and I went on a day trip with our son to Maysville, Kentucky, which is a good hour away from us where we are now, and spent the day doing all sorts of stuff. And one of the things we did was we visited Old Pogue Distillery. Flynn has already had on this podcast, I think, all three Old Pogue products, but definitely Four. Belle of Maysville, yeah. Yeah. Belle of Maysville recently. <laughs> Um, so I don't need to talk about it a whole lot because you can go back and hear him talk about how this is a malted wheat whiskey and how it's, you know, 55%, so it's 110 proof. Um, it's delightful. I, it's a weeded whiskey, not a bourbon, uh, really interesting stuff. Um, it is pricey. It, is, it, it 
quickly became one of the most expensive bottles in my house at $130 a bottle. Um, so, yeah. So I don't expect it to, to None be None of the bottles going... in this house cost me that much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't expect okay, to be going back to that up. well very often. But um, but it's, it is good, and I just wanted to sort of affirm and be another voice in this podcast for someone saying, you know, this small distillery that's uh, that is on the side of a hill in Maysville, Kentucky, overlooking the river, is a gorgeous place to visit, and the the whiskeys there are fantastic. So, Bell of Maysville is what I've got tonight. Hove, what are you having? Yeah, I think uh, maybe it's just the most recent thing that I heard, but I feel like there's been more pogue on this uh, podcast than like wild turkey products, <laughs> and that is baffling compared to how many there are. Um, but I am drinking something kind of new, uh, new to me anyway, uh, and that is Johnny Drum. So mm. this mm-hmm. is, um, I saw it at Kroger and it said Limit 1 right next to the 10-year Henry McKenna that said Limit 1. And I was like, why are they doing that? So that piqued <laughs> my interest and I just kept seeing it. And then this guy came in to um, Liquor Barn when I was there, clearly with a list of like the hard to find stuff. And Johnny Drum was what he picked up. And so I looked into it just a little bit. It's from Willet, and I think that's why. And it costs $35. Um, so when you combine those two things, I think people are very excited about it. Um, I don't know that they should be as excited for this as they should for other delicious $35 <laughs> bottles of bourbon. I think that you pay for the Willet name with it uh, and not the delightful value that you get. It's very, very strong alcohol flavor, and that kind of just lingers, or scent, I should say, and that kind of lingers in the in the taste it's good it's it's not not what i was hoping to have that it was not the steal that i thought it would be yeah i've had that i've had that and i I would not buy it again at that price point especially since it was sitting next to henry mckenna 10 year that was probably around the same price at 35 dollars the henry mckenna 10 year was a picture of the henry mckenna 10 year because (laughs) it was gone (laughs) oh okay all right (laughs) okay i just i just want folks but i thought it was interesting that this was a limit one and henry mckenna was a limit one because it's basically for the same reasons this is better bourbon than the cost or it's it's a more popular bourbon than the cost would indicate but not Um, better yeah not better definitely agree with that not better yeah so henry mckenna is worth it but not better Interesting marketing tactic. Just throw up a limit one per person. I feel like that's what happened with toilet paper at the start of the pandemic. Is they just put those signs up and then that's when everyone's I'm sorry, like, Oh no, pretty, I gotta are get you my suggesting paper. that the toilet paper shortage was a marketing strategy? What I'm hearing him do what I'm hearing okay. him do is call both bourbon suggest. and toilet paper essentials. So I I'm good with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> what are you drinking, Pretty, and why is it old Forester again? <laughs> uh, so it's not uh, Old Forester again. Um, I uh, I was I was convinced out of getting a what would have been probably not a great bourbon um, by the rest of these fine individuals on this podcast uh, while I was at Target of <laughs> all places. Um, but uh, I was place uh, on Earth. Oh, it's great! It was great <laughs> after Trader Joe's. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, Target. <laughs> they have candles. Anyways, um, uh, I I made a delicious chicken dinner earlier, and uh, Kat and I were both drinking a uh, lovely glass of red wine with it, Uh, so I finished that up, so I was kind of on my, like, second glass of wine, and I was like, oh, man, I need to have a bourbon, and then it got me thinking, and uh, so I have crafted up a cocktail for myself that's a little spin on the New York Sour, 
Uh, if anyone's had a New York sour, it's essentially like a um, kind of like a sangria, but uh, with, made with like a rye or a whiskey instead. Um, really good. Um, and you typically make it uh, with like a fruitier um, red wine. Um, I didn't have a fruity red wine. I've just got a basic like red blend. Uh, but I decided to mix that with a little bit of um, Old Foe uh, over ice with some lemon. And I put just kind of like a little tiny dash of cinnamon in it too. Uh, and honestly, I don't hate it. So this is a, a cocktail uh, as yet unnamed, but it's kind of like a New York sour. So, so when Kevin said, why is it Old Forester again? And you said, it's not, you were, you were lying. I said, it's not just Old Forester <laughs> okay. again. Um, New York Sour is a one and a half ounce of pure Kentucky bourbon, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, and some, a splash of dry red wine. That is what a New York Sour is, according to Clay Risen, Jane Danger, da- Jane? Danger. Well, that's an awesome name. And, cool. It's pronounced uh, Donger. <laughs> Donger? It's pronounced Donger. Yeah. The like Kevin just has this book. The Bourbon Bartender. It's a fantastic book. He just book. knew what page to open to as well. He found I, that I so think quickly. He, I think he, he's he a has doctor. Like, he probably used the table of contents or an index. I mean... Oh, he definitely licked his index finger and put his glasses <laughs> on the bridge of his nose. Nope, that's I for do, sure. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. <laughs> After he I found that, oh, you have little the, rubber things to head. put on your finger, right? To you, help you turn the pages. Jack Hughes, Flynn. Quarantine. Are you drinking any bourbon tonight? Um, no bourbon. I do like bourbon, but I just got home from dinner and I already had tequila tonight. So we will call it call it an evening. Tequila. There you go. <laughs> Great. No, 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 title no. of the episode. Title of the episode. T- tequila. I love how I love how you can just say the word tequila and everyone knows what you're talking about. I <laughs> play yes. te- there's a tequila song that I play often Which? in my bar classes and it's uh Different Excuse me, sir, why is there no tequila left in this club? I want to get wasted. Tequila for breakfast and people always laugh. Oh, so speaking different, different than the tequila song and that we all know and love from the Sandlot. Flynn just knows it. Otherwise, I guess. We're, yeah, man. But speaking of that tequila song and Allison's bar classes, Flynn, what's on our agenda tonight? Speaking of Allison's bar classes tonight, uh, we have a Beyond the Bourbon where we're going to be talking about something very near and dear to each of our hearts. Um, then we are important. going to be going into a, this podcast is rank. And then we're going to end the night with some hot toddy takes. So, Kevin, would you like to introduce what no, I believe? I'm going to introduce it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is it? I'm going to introduce it as if it's a Dr. K story time. Why do we even we have a show? Okay, one sec, one sec. <laughs> I went out to dinner tonight with my parents. And my mom, who is a listener of the podcast, an avid listener of the podcast, she goes, Kevin is long-winded. And I was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> So, so Hope Camp, why don't you explain gonna, what we're talking I'm gonna about? Do a, I'm going to do a little bit of a long win, and then I'm going to throw it to Kevin for the in-depth, uh, useless analysis of the Beyond do the Bourbon. Do your listeners know all these segments? Uh, Flynn doesn't, but our listeners in general do. Okay. Beyond, Beyond the Bourbon. So we're going to go Beyond the Bourbon and talk about our fantasy football league, but not in the sense of sports in any way. We're going to talk about punishments and what we've done in the past and what we will be doing on this show in relation to that. Um, And so this is how this all started. I'm the commissioner of this league, 
And I decided after two or three years of this that someone who was losing started trading away all his players, didn't like it. So I was like, we need to de-incentivize losing, make it fair, make it fun for everybody. Um, and as dictatorial commissioner, uh, you can, I figured I could make punishments, do decisions or whatever, but I didn't want to. Didn't feel like I cared enough or could come up with anything that was good. And so I looked at Kevin and I said, <laughs> would you like to come up with punishments? And he said, absolutely, this would be the best thing of all time. And he, has, he is now the last place commissioner, the CHFC. Uh, and he shows up to the draft that year. And we all decided to take votes on this. And, and he said, okay, as you know, imbued by my power with this commissioner. And he read off the first punishment. And I don't know what I was expecting, but it was <laughs> not this. <laughs> Kevin, take it away. The punishment that I read off first was the person who loses this league cannot have salad dressing for one year. <laughs> they they <laughs> will have the, they will have the driest of salads. Uh, they may not dip other things in salad dressing, and they may not dress their salads once. <laughs> not in any way will they dress their salads. Number two was the person who loses this league has no rights. Period. So around our group of friends, if you lose, you will not have a good year. Um, <laughs> you are also not permitted beer that is not a light beer. That's the best rule. Um, we did amend it, uh, the uh, Jacob Pretty Clause, because we went to uh, several breweries the year that he lost, which was the first year of this punishment. And he wanted to try the things and, and you know, while, while I am a sadistic bastard, I didn't want to ruin his entire life. And so we set up a rule where 20% of the overall um, contents of any sort of vessel has to be water. So if you have a glass and you water it down, at least 20% of the overall volume of that glass has to be water. He can fill it up. So essentially turning a microbrew or a high-gravity beer into a light beer in some the, way. The best example of this... Uh, was that we were bowling and I was buying a round for everybody. They had Killian's for like $3 a round. And I was like, perfect. And I looked at him and I said, can you put, can you make one, two thirds Killian's, one third water? <laughs> and the bartender, without even thinking it was weird, said absolutely and did exactly that. Uh, <laughs> and I gave it to Pretty and he goes, just give me a Coors Light. And I said, you're punished and handed him this crappy Killian's. Yeah. I, I, I do need to just quickly interrupt and interject on this. So while, yes, that was partially the reason, the other reasoning was because one of my many jobs was I worked at this, um, like, late-night cabaret-type show in which I was playing the piano for it, and one of the, the, the shticks in the show was that me and this bartender character have to, like, chug beers and, like, drink with the audience and get them drinking and, like, we play some drinking games and stuff, uh, all while these little scenes and skits take place. And um, per the agreement in the show, we had to drink a specific type of craft beer, and so I would always uh, water mine down significantly so that way I could drink my <laughs> obligated craft beer for my job. Yeah, I want to say two things, and then we're going to open it up for folks to share some of their favorite punishments, because we're in year seven of the punishments as introduced, I think we're starting year eight, of punishments as introduced, um, as, as Huffcamp mentioned. A couple things that are really important that I want to say for anyone listening who might be thinking about doing this kind of thing for your league. 
the most important thing that was, you know, that I set out with was everyone sends punishments of things that would be just awful. Like you have to grow a mustache for a year or you have to, you can't cut your hair for a year or whatever. You have to do something horrible that could hurt someone's career or life or personal brand. And that's important to a lot of the folks who are in this league, or at least it was important to me that we not have a situation where someone is, you know, in a place where they this inhibits their life. It has to make it so inconvenient for them that it's hilarious for us, but it shouldn't hurt their life in any way. And that's where we've come up with some of these that have really been a lot of fun. Um, I've accepted submissions from the league. I've taken exactly none of them. Um, I do check myself with people like HuffCamp because – there was one year where I said, if you lose, you're not permitted chicken. And, um, and, he, and I didn't put this forth to the league because I always check with Tough Camp ahead of time because he helps me gauge what's really acceptable and what's not. So we decided not to do chicken because that would hurt people trying to be healthy. And we decided to instead replace chicken with ice. So the person who lost that year was not permitted ice. So anytime they were at a restaurant <laughs> and someone brought them a glass of ice water, they had to hand the glass back and say... Can you bring me this without ice? I am not permitted ice. And that My was a favorite really... part of that one was when we were at a, a, a friend's wedding and the guy that had lost that year comes up with his bourbon with ice in it. And I just, without hesitation, reached in his glass and pulled out the ice and threw it on the ground and walked away. Because so. he's not, he was not permitted ice. And that he, yeah. Flynn was perfectly within his rights to do that. So that's the first he has thing no rights to say, say no to that. Yeah, because I mean that's because people come up with these things, it's, and and that's the that's the first thing I want to say. Very important that if you're going to do it this way and make it really fun for everyone, even the person who loses, it's it's fun in the sense that it's mildly inconvenient, in some ways majorly inconvenient, um, but that's important. The second thing that was great was that I've experienced is most of our league are really good sports. Jacob Pretty is bad at sports, but is a great sport. Um, he is the greatest sport in our league because he's lost twice and in he's no making way a run at number three. So he far. is, he is. And in no way <laughs> as predicted and in no way has he ever wavered from following the punishments to a T and that's, it's, it's a place that, you know, he is, it's a disrespectful position in our league, but we hold him with such high respect as a human being because he uh, follows the things that he, we all agree that we will do. Unanimously, the entire League of Ten vote on the punishments at the draft saying, yes, if this happens, we'll do that. So, again, this is year eight. There have been lots of punishments introduced over the years. I'm proud of all of them. I'm proud of some more than others. Um I'm not would, proud of Joe because he, he was he was the absolute worst sport when it comes to this. He had some of the easiest punishments. No ice. Fine. Also, he just had to wear an anklet, an anklet of shame or an no. anklet of sorrow. Definitely not just an anklet. Which, if it was an anklet around, of I think the anklet of sorrows is my absolute favorite. So he showed up to my house one time without the anklet. And I was like, dude. That is the easiest thing. You know, if you're just not going to wear it around your house, fine, I guess. But we can't check that. But at least show up to my house with it on. Come on. Yeah, that's that's a totally fair point. Um, the Anklet of Sorrows was a day to go get and produce. I had to I went to three stores. I went to Hot Topic, Claire's, <laughs> and um, 
oh, one of those other pink kids girls stores in the mall and I picked up an anklet that I then had to make a little bit bigger because it was a child's anklet that had rainbow poop emojis and then I went to Hot Topic and added a <laughs> skull um, uh, emblem and he had to wear the anklet for a year. Now again, this is mildly inconvenient because if he works in business, he could take his sock and pull it over the anklet and hide it um, it probably kept him from being able to wear shorts without socks to functions without having to explain himself, but again don't lose the league. Um, and so that was one that, I, yeah, the Anklet of Sorrows was, is definitely in the top five for me for sure. Really proud of that. Yeah. Pretty, um, as someone that's lost, the only one of us that has lost, what is the, what is, what has inconvenienced you or frustrated you the most? Um, the one that probably, uh, is, is the most frustrating to me or the one that I have, been inconvenienced by the most uh the light beer thing is fine i ended up just kind of the the years that i've lost with that just end up more or less just cutting out beer uh which actually actually turns out to be a little healthier uh and then i'm just drinking bourbon and then if i do drink beer it's just a you know a watery beer whatever um but the one that's most uh kind of annoying is the no salad dressing which that one seems to always fall to individuals like myself like uh, Dan Seaslack, although he's never, I don't think that's ever happened to him, but uh, to individuals who actually do eat salads. Um, Hovecamp, if you had that rule, that would you would probably care less, but I actually do eat salads quite frequently, and to have to eat them dry was such a pain. So much so, and you can ask Kat, there were many times where she would say to me, you know you can put salad dressing on it, no one's here, it's just you and I. And I said, nope. That is not respecting the rules of the league. I will follow this to a T. Which we love about you, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Flynn, Flynn, what's been you've been our, in our league the shortest amount of time. Uh, what has and and since Flynn has joined the league, just so you know, it was after our fifth year, and in our fifth year of having the punishments, because uh, we're all we're approaching this is our ninth year of the league, but in our fifth year of having the punishments, I introduced um, a wheel of shame, where we. Brought back some oldies but goodies because the punishments are pretty much new every year and then added a couple and have done adding a couple every year since where on the day of the draft you spin the wheel and um, your top three spins are what your individual punishments are going to be. So the wheel decides, which is fantastic. One of the punishments that we added this year to the wheel was – was something that had to do with Allison. So she is on the pod. I want to let her talk a little, little bit about the punishment that's related to her that several of us um, ended up spinning and will have to do if we lo- lose the league Colin. this year. Uh, I think it is just Colin, but go ahead. Well, anyone can join the punishment. <laughs> no one wants to. I will craft, Good. and I already have plans. I already have it in my head. I will craft the most difficult Gibbar class I can think of. And said loser will take the class. It will be filmed and shown to their friends. There's a good chance we'll be present for it as well. Yeah, I cannot wait to sit in the corner drinking bourbon watching this. (laughs) There was a a gentleman in my class this morning. He comes often, too. Like, he knows what he's doing. And when we left, they left. I was cleaning up. And I'm walking across the room, and I just step in something very wet. Ooh. 
giant Ooh. sweat puddle. Just puddles. Men just sweat Ooh. puddles. Okay, that wasn't so as bad as I thought it might have been. He beat himself up. Um, but every man that comes is just, just sweats puddles. I don't know how they hold on to the bar. And Colin is sweatier He's than most men. He's a sweaty men. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I have a question. If, if, if by chance this does, uh, he loses and he does have to do this punishment, um, is, is there such thing as like hot pure bar like how they do hot yoga like can we crank up the heat in this um, room we could yes <laughs> okay allison's in charge allison's in charge absolutely so flynn i can't fathom flynn, that I, safe I, I, I led you in <laughs> i led you in with uh being the the newest member of the league what are, what are some of the favorite punishments that you've seen doled out the the one that i would be most not okay with is no condiments for a year because I, I use like. condiments a lot. Um, so, you know, I, we've talked about my use of ketchup and barbecue sauce and, and stuff like that. So I would not be okay with that. That would, that would change the way I eat. Um, the, the favorite one that I had for Seaslack was he has to wear socks with shoes at all times. All shoes have to be accompanied by socks. Even, you know, or was that the rule, right? No, it was. It fundamentally changed the Socks. way that he dressed himself. Yep. He no, he now no longer owns Sperry's or flip flops or sandals. Yep. Socks, he Socks only has tennis shoes. <laughs> yep. My favorite. That was that was funny. The one I've been most proud of because the 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 moment of pride that Huffcamp described when I walked in with I don't know if they'll like this, but this is what I've come up with, and I said you're not permitted salad dressing for a year, and the the league was just so surprised because it's so inconvenient and out of left field that I was really excited with the response. The, the one I the was... The thing about that one, you can't have it with wings. Right, You can't exactly. have it, like, no, period, like on your salad. On pizza or anything. On no, yeah, nothing. It's, yeah. it's so inconvenient for so many different reasons. So pretty lost that year and couldn't have salad dressing. And then and then he lost year, year five of the punishments when we did the wheel, and he couldn't have salad... Or year six, excuse me, of the, of the wheel. And he couldn't have salad dressing again because the wheel chose that for him again, which was amazing. <laughs> um, yes. I, I will. I, I will say the one though that that I just want to say I'm most. I, I couldn't get through it without laughing so hard that I was crying. Was you must raise goldfish. Uh, you must raise goldfish. <laughs> was <laughs> among my favorites because the the league member who lost had to own goldfish and he could own as many as he wanted, but he he had to at, at all times have a living goldfish. And for any goldfish through the entire year that died, he had to invite us all to his home to put on a fish funeral. Um, so we would all be present, and, you know, we were in this situation where he didn't live in the state that most of us lived in. So he, like, ended up mummifying his fish by wrapping it in towels and putting it in a baggie in his freezer because he was obligated to hold a fish funeral for us. It was, <laughs> you know, um, You Must Raise Goldfish is among the, the, the most, uh, you know, among the, my favorites to have to com have ever communicated to the league. You Must Raise Goldfish was, my, was a my lot of My favorite addendum to that is he messages Kevin and I, and he's just like, this is going to cost some money. 
And we're like, no, it's not, dude. Put a bowl, get a bowl and fill it with water and then buy a goldfish for five cents. And he's like, if you want me to keep this goldfish alive, I got to get filters and a tank this big and this, this, and this, and this. And we're like, we're not making you do that. That's you. They have a two-week return policy. So he does that, gets all this stuff, buys it all used from apparently... This family whose like grandfather used to have Who a great aquarium for 20 years. and raised <laughs> these fish, and they were like so excited that it was going to go to a new and caring home from someone that was just about to pick up this hobby. <laughs> and Campbell's just like uh, lost my fantasy league, and I'm being punished anyway. Thanks for the stuff. <laughs> it's like we don't want the fish to die. Like that's not we're not mean like that, but but the likelihood that goldfish die is high. And so the idea was find more excuses to have him have us over. And that was a fun one. So, so, um, any others hope that you thought were good before we move on? Um, those, those are my favorite. The, we do have one that we haven't gotten to hit yet where the loser will be handcuffed to a diff, a fellow member of the league. That was also bad. Um, the person he, he, lost to in the in the final losing segment um i'm excited for that one to pay out but it hasn't yet so i don't know if it'll be my favorite or not but i, I think believe, it can only be as disastrous as i hope mm-hmm. i believe f- I, four people in our league spun that this year yeah. yep so and it's yeah. not it's not there's for a the high year. probability that it happens yeah it's obviously mm-hmm. not for the year we get together yeah. to to for the draft weekend we do a destination draft where we all get together and they have to be handcuffed for the 24 hours of the day of the draft. And so um, not fun, uh, not inconveniencing their life for more than a day where we're always together, but definitely not fun. So that's one. And Pretty, I will you say had, this. You had, okay. Uh, my, one of my favorite, I didn't think this was going to be my favorite, but I had such a good time doing it. So I'm the champion in our league currently. <laughs> that is a, good, is a good one. And the guy that lost lives in Louisville, so I rarely see him. Uh, And so every time I enter the room, he has to stand on a chair as if in Dead Poets Society and basically say, oh, Captain, my Captain. Captain, Which, which, fun fact, Flynn, is different than Goodwill Hunting. That's true. I I learned that on the pod. Um, (laughs) And so during the draft, and I I actually blame this on my poor drafting because I I am not good this year. Um, And so I blame my my poor drafting on this but i left the room probably 35 to 40 times during the draft just so that he would have (laughs) to stand on a chair and do it every single time it was fantastic i didn't i thought that was a stupid one but now that i have experienced uh, the joy and being the winner i like it the first the first person to get that and then and then pretty i know you got something to say and then move on but the first person to get that punishment um the year that he lost he attended the champion's wedding. And we had to have a conversation with the like wedding planner and the bride and the groom and everybody about the fact that the um, about the fact that at some point when the groom walks in, this guy's gonna stand on a chair in the middle of the ceremony and and he's not gonna say it loud, but he's gonna say it because he has to. And so that that was one that just really worked out really, really well for us. But pretty what's up? So uh, another one that I think is incredibly important, and we can't we can't let this uh, segment go by without mentioning it, uh, because we've kind of even brought it into this podcast is uh, the introduction of Malort Sundays, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Malort uh, Sunday, which, which is uh, uh, a great one, so great, uh, where basically uh, every Sunday that professional football is played, 
the loser would have to uh, take a shot of Malort, which is this delicious liqueur that we've talked about so many times on this podcast already, um, and have to film their reaction and send it to the rest of the league. Uh, but uh, we've been bringing that in kind of a little bit here and there, more and more so, uh, so much so that Flynn, I believe, has something that he wants to share with all of you pods. So Flynn, take it away. Yeah, so listeners of the podcast, we, we wanted to share all of these punishments with you as as an idea because when we play games or make bets or whatever we do on this on this podcast we usually use alcohol or shots of alcohol as the punishment but we are going to be forming a punishment grid where each loser of a bet or or a game or what have you has to go to the punishment grid and choose a punishment to either do on social media or on the next podcast and so we're going to be enlisting ideas from you on social media as well as as throwing in some of our own ideas um, about some fun things that can be done pretty quickly either on social media or on the podcast or something like that for us to do as punishment for losing a bet or a game or whatever um, so we're gonna we're, we're gonna have a basically a nine by nine grid that is going to have punishments on it and as soon a as you nine lose by nine grid nine yeah or i was thinking they had nine total no we don't we don't have 81 total punishments no we're looking for nine punishments for this first grid and so uh you know there will be nine total punishments and so as soon as you lose a game or whatever you're going to go to the grid and tell us what punishment that you're going to accept and then once that grid is complete, uh, we'll form a new punishment grid um, and, and keep enlisting new ideas because I think this will be a fun thing to introduce on the podcast. Yeah, what I love about this is we will be able to post the grid in updated form on our socials so people can follow along with which punishments are left because once a punishment of the nine is chosen, it cannot be chosen again until yep. all of the other punishments have been chosen and we reset the grid. So we will be sort of strategically you know, working and manipulating one another to figure out how we can make sure that the last person to make a bet ends up with the worst of the punishments. Um, you know, is, this is going to be, yeah, and pretty, it'll be you, but we'll, we'll figure all this <laughs> out as we go, but it'll be a lot of fun to, to, to play along with us on social and, you know, every Friday and or Monday when we post this on, um, you know, on all our accounts for, for folks to listen. So please, please send ideas. If you think that you don't have any great ideas for punishment, but you have a better name for the this item than the punishment grid, let us know, um, because that, that is also not set in stone. So we can call it something more <laughs> yeah, exciting. We're workshopping like. ideas still, <laughs> yep. so, you know. And we want you to have input into this podcast. We do this for you, not for us, obviously. Right. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. Very good. So pretty, uh, our next segment's going to be uh, a little bit of ranking system. So, Jacob, would you like to introduce it? Yes, it is This Podcast is Rank. Insert drop. This Podcast is Rank. Ew. How did we not think of calling it a little bit of ranking system? I mean, man, that would have just been amazing. It's a ranking. <laughs> what, a, what a title. We, we oh, formed yeah, a, a, a 10 by 10 grid of rankings, and that's what we do. Oh, did. my God. That, Flynn, 10 by 10, that's 100. There we go. So we're that. doing 100 What are we ranks. ranking, pretty? <laughs> okay. Uh, so so if you recall, uh, we've, we've done the past couple weeks, we've done um, some TV uh, sitcoms and gone through pretty much all of the decades. Um, 
uh, that sitcoms were popular in the forefront. Uh, but during the most recent one, uh, I had mentioned uh, the uh, importance for me of, of how catchy a theme song is to a TV show. So we're going to take that and go with it and wrap up this TV sitcom theming of ranking uh, by doing a ranking, this uh, the Bourbon and Brothers podcast rank TV theme songs. So a couple things here. So we are sticking strictly with TV. We're not jumping into movies because obviously John Williams would just kind of take it all away. But we're sticking with uh, TV themes. Enemy of the be... pod. It goes Cora <laughs> and John Williams. <laughs> Enemy, wow. Enemies of the pod. Hot takes are hot takes are last tonight, Kevin. Um, yeah, we, we might have to revisit your hatred of John I, Williams. I can't. I can't yeah, let we're, you, we're circling back to that. I can't let John Williams become an enemy of the pod. I love John Williams. No. The man walks around suing high school marching bands who try to perform theme songs from Jurassic Park. It's what he does. So let's not give him a pass on the fact that he has more money than he needs and he keeps coming after people for more of it. Well, that's, that's, that's that who he stop, is. It doesn't stop pretty from playing it at weddings. So. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> called out. He's going to get, listen. Yeah, you're going to get Jacob's Or soon. did he? Uh, who knows? We just don't know. <laughs> or did he? It was <laughs> a lovely classical piece that I composed on the spot that maybe referenced uh, some movie about um, dinosaurs. It was actually just the Anyways. T-Rex sound. Brilliant composer <laughs> and twat, John Williams. Let's move on. Okay, so we're, <laughs> we're, we're ranking tonight. Uh, we're ranking uh, the top 10 TV theme songs. So they can be instrumental or they can have lyrics and be an actual song. Um, however, uh, I'm adding in, I've put in a couple stipulations for the guys, uh, but I'm adding in one final caveat here just to make sure that we're all being honest with this. If I call you out and say, sing it, you got to be able to hum or sing or do something to reminisce what it is. Done. You can't just be like, oh, it's this. Yeah, that's fair. And then not be able to, it's got to be, you know, it's got to be an earworm. Caveat, it's got to be able to be caveat, catchy. not needed, but we will do it. Let's go. Perfect. All right. So, uh, Flynn, the order for this that you have select or that we have selected is uh, we're going by years that someone has played a musical instrument. <laughs> Um, so I am going to, uh, without knowing much about the rest of you all, I'm assuming I take the cake here, having played a musical instrument for going on 25 years now. So, uh, Kevin, I know you've got at least 20 years on me age wise. So I don't know. You might, you might have more than that. So I took trumpet lessons in fourth grade and switched to the clarinet in fifth grade, switched to guitar in eighth grade. Switched to harmonica for a minute, and then in high school bought a djembe, which is an African drum, because you didn't need to do a whole lot of learning to learn how to play percussion, at least that particular percussion instrument, with prowess. So I do identify as a djembe player, because I own several djembes and uh, can play them with much expertise. Did you be I a learned, I learned, right I learned in two th- yes, I learned in <laughs> 2005, and it is now 2021, so that is 15 years. That's not how that works. When's uh, the last time no, you no, played the djembe? No, no, it's total years that you've been studying you did not say studying. You said played a musical instrument. I've been I've identified as a djembe player since 2005. Okay. He's, no. a, he's a djembist. That's, he's a djembist. When's the last time you played the, the African drums? Uh, I accompanied some singers my sophomore year of college. 
So, so 2000, 2007. <laughs> so, Flynn, you as the other person here who actually has played a musical instrument, uh, what is your what, what's your background? I played the alto and tenor saxophone uh, from sixth grade until the end of high school. But I, uh, I, I identify as a saxophonist. So I mean, that's I mean, I guess that's how we're going with it. So so you're in third. I was, huh? So you're I in third think, place. Whatever, whatever. I don't. No, I don't. No, think no, that's don't, how, don't accept that nonsense. <laughs> that's not how this works. <laughs> um, we're having a, we're having the equivalency of a of a standoff sometime soon. I'll bring a djembe. You bring a saxophone. We'll see who plays their instrument better. Deal. Let's do it. I will. Yes. I, <laughs> I'm so excited for this. I can't wait. Fine. I'll take third. Flynn can have second. And I'll take third because I – no, I'm kidding. I'm definitely picking last. <laughs> Some people say that when I square around a sacrifice bunt on the baseball field, that that's like playing an instrument. And I've been doing – I did that from ages 2 through uh, 22. So 20 years of sacrifice bunting with a baseball bat as my instrument. Okay. So hope camp's last. Pretty. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pick fourth. I'll pick fourth. <laughs> so would you like to explain uh for our new listeners um what uh this podcast is rank is yeah brief 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 version we each submit a topic uh we try to come to consensus on it everyone's got either a veto card or a challenge card that they can play to kind of disrupt that and that's that's the briefest version i can give yep there you go Point nice. fixed. what is number one what is the greatest musical intro of a tv show in the history of television I'm going with this. Trust my gut on it. Nope. I am I don't. doing uh, picking the song "Think" by Merv Griffin, which you would better know as the theme song to Jeopardy. Do we do we, I, that popped up on a list? Do we allow that? We do allow it's it. It's a theme song. Yeah. Okay. I okay. just sang it. It's a theme song. Going once. It's on my list. And going twice. I'm okay with it. I'm going for most memorable theme songs. Tell me that you can't immediately identify that. Great. Okay Challenge Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That was going to be my number two. So, no, I was going to okay. put that Let's number two. Let's hear your two, argument. So. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's now like, oh, I wasted my challenge. That was going to be number two. I'm not wasting my challenge. I've got 12 songs. Jeopardy's not on this list. I think that's a terrible pick. Wow. And no one wants to listen to that separate of the intro of the show, and that's what makes it different. All of my songs that are on this list, I would listen to and have listened to on a uh, playlist. Jeopardy theme songs never made that once. That's a terrible pick. It doesn't well, belong in the top It's definitely 10. on mine and Flynn's trivia playlist, but this is the yes. caveat. That is the final Jeopardy, not the theme song to Jeopardy. So I do think there is a distinction that would be made that final Jeopardy, 30 seconds, is more famous than the actual theme song. A That's a problem for me. Clarification. That's a problem for me. It's a problem a good for me. Clarification. I, I honestly, if I have to justify why the Fresh Prince theme song is better than the Jeopardy theme song to the three of you, I don't. I, I, don't, I, I, I don't feel like we need to, to quit. Me. I think Flynn's going to go with it. It's I'm. I'm obviously picking Fresh Prince. Fresh Prince. I want to pick Jeopardy just to see if if Kevin can once again <laughs> choose the number correctly. Nah, be a person of integrity here. No, I I'm okay with Jeopardy being there. Uh, if it happens, it happens. So I'm going to text Hove Camp. Kevin, I believe as the challenger, you get to do that. Right? I don't. I disagree with the reason you're doing this, Flynn. 
Um, I yeah, just want to. I want to see if Kevin's yep. telepathic. This lacks integrity <laughs> in so many ways. You're like you're like excellent point, Hope Camp. Anyway, I want to see if Kevin is a genius. Yeah, I, I think you <laughs> telepathic. I, I don't. I don't believe that if you show me your list right now, you have Jeopardy ranked above Fresh Prince. I don't have any. Uh, they're all in the same tier to me. I don't so. care. I didn't. I, don't, I didn't I don't even list Jeopardy. You at all. I saw it. I didn't like it. I didn't like what it was doing to the list. I didn't even put it on there. Do uh, you Kevin, have the text? I do. One. Oh my God, he's. He, <laughs> <laughs> he, it's absurd. How Get many out times? of his mind. <laughs> it's absurd. Fresh, How many Fresh times Prince you've done is this? The best. <sighs> I'm cool. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm okay actually with very it. okay with that. Yeah, oh, me too. Man. I'm just glad uh, I got I, Kevin to use a challenge already. I'm happy to do it because, again, like I said, I. I'll use it when it's most important, and I use it when it's most important because Jeopardy shouldn't be in the top ten. Mm. 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 <clears throat> Flynn? Uh, Flynn, you saxophonist. <laughs> oh man, in I'm looking at my West list. West Philadelphia, born and raised. All right, Scooby Doo. Ooh, which one? Oh, Scooby Doo Doo. Stop it. Where are you? That's an important question. Okay, the the OG. Yeah, the original. OG. OG. All right, just check. Not an important question. It's not an important the, the, question. That was the worst point of question you've ever had. The Scooby-Doo <laughs> All of them have song. been terrible. <laughs> the one in that movie where Scrappy-Doo's where evil. Are you? <laughs> if Freddie Prince is not in the Scooby-Doo, I don't want anything to do with the Scooby song. <laughs> that is so, amazing. Of, that, that show... Very well casted, that live action. Stop it. So disappointed that Freddie Prince has not reprised his role as uh, Fred. Out. Okay. Uh, I, I think I'm fine with this. Really? No, that's a lie. <laughs> don't be fine with this. Don't, don't. Okay, no, no, no. Kevin, stop doing your Jedi mind trick yeah, on Hope Camp. Don't cave to Kevin. Yeah, his Scooby-Doo is great. It's not on my list, but it's I didn't know we were animated. I didn't know we were doing animated. I, intentionally I have animated on my films. list. This isn't on my list. Come on. Come on. You can do something about it, Kevin. At two? You can do something At about two. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to challenge it. I'm going to challenge it. Oh, Kevin just mind tricked you no, into doing no. this. No, no. He I, I he's right. And I I'm I'm going against my own tradition of get do what I want at the top and get rid of my stuff as, as early as I can. Um Adam's family. All right, we got it. So when it's I amazing. when it's I perfect. think of a theme song, um, I want it to enlist or elicit some some emotional connection. Adam's family's good, but Scooby Doo does that for me. It 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 brings me back to my childhood. So that's what I want it. At number cool. two, um, pretty. It's not about emotion. Take emotion out. We're trying to get an objective rank on here, and the Adam's family's a much better theme song. Scooby Doo, where are you? Cool. Flynn gets a little nostalgic. Uh, Music's family. all about Hell emotion. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. Everyone's excited for Adam's Family. Is it Halloween? Awesome. Put that on the playlist. Monster Mash, Adam's Family on repeat. Is it not Halloween? That's fine. I'm still going to have a good time. You can't play Scooby Doo now like you can play the Adam's Family now. It's a much better theme song. They've used it all the way through because it's amazing. There is I no. Pretty had, to, pretty had to ask which version of Scooby Doo. Like it, he didn't have okay, to ask. He didn't Adam's have family to because ask it's better. That so I, no, that's a great. <laughs> that's a great point that I was about to make, and this is why I'm siding with Huffcamp, is because at, on my list I have twelve. I have twelve total, and it's number eleven. Adam's Family. Scooby Doo didn't come close to hitting the list. It's a great theme song. It's not in the top ten. 
it, I don't view Adam as a top 10. I view it as 11, but I'm cool with it being here because I obviously have it higher ranked. I'm not pulling a Flynn by saying, eh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. I will say this as well, though. Because Pretty had to qualify, which Scooby-Doo theme song? It's because they've redone it at some point. Didn't it was a mistake to. to redo it, but they've done it. No one has ever remade the Adam's Family theme song. It has been the same across cartoon, across live action, across original show. The Adam's Family theme, uh, and I think even Broadway show, pretty? I was going to bring that up. Yes, uh, they do. Yes, in Andrew Lippa's uh, Adam's Family even, show. Even Progressive yeah. just kept it the same. Right. <laughs> so it's it's the winner no. for me. Pretty disagree if you need to. Mm. Do it. Um, Make Kevin yeah. choose another number. No, I won't I be choosing the choose. number. Oh, I would have to choose. No, I, I am going to go with... Flynn, I do love Scooby-Doo, and it is going to make the top ten, but I am going to go with Adam's family here at this one. I think I think it could have been, I don't know. I didn't rank these, but I, that was the first see, one that popped in my There's also Scooby, Scooby-Doo, looking for you. Scooby, Scooby-Doo, where one. are you? For we anybody else of who's... Talk of this I mean, you know, I've, you know I've got my it. notepad, so I'm taking these down. For anyone else who's taking the notes, make sure you put two Ds in Adam's. Because that's important. Number I've got three. It listed, obviously. Number three. Man. Kevin, that's you. Flynn, it's okay. We're getting them to spend them early. I have so that things way we can get them to in. say here. <laughs> okay. I have things to say. Oh, my gosh. There are so many good songs. I have one that is better in my head that w- this group will not pass, so I'm going to save it for later. I'll put Scrubs at three. Superman, I can't do this song. Sorry, I'm supposed to make you sing it. Anyways. I put it on the list. I, I love that. I like it. I, I think for me, this ranking is not so much a, like, which one's the best. Like, I there are there are some for me that I'm, like, have to make the top ten. I, I can't quite distinguish between, you know. So that's why uh, I'm cool with Scrubs being I'm gonna veto number it. three. So are you, okay, just are, are, are you thinking this as most iconic of all time or best songs? Because that's Me? a really important distinction. Yeah, I'm asking that question because I think this list should be best songs, not most iconic. So that's uh, why that's why it, I have it there. I'm viewing it as as probably most iconic more than I am best song because and that's that's within your right, but I'm just saying popularity. Uh, there's a lot of theme songs that I think just were more important to me than that. Like some of the things when Pretty was talking about the previous rankings on the shows and how Brady Bunch had a theme song. Like some of the theme songs on the shows are way better than the shows. Like yep. Brady Bunch is on my list because that theme song is awesome. The shows kind of sucks, but yeah. Um, so when the theme song is memorable, I think it's doing its job. So I'm ranking this as the theme song worked for what it was in the best fashion. That's my. I, that's I, how I'm looking at it. I have several on here that I could have put up at number one, but the reason I put up Scrubs is because for the first time I did no research into what do people think or what's online as the top whatever to see if I miss anything. I sat down and typed out on my phone here are the top. You know, here are the ones that come to mind first, and then I put them in rank order. And Scrubs was the first theme song that came to mind that I'm like, I love that theme song. There are great theme songs, I agree. You know, I um, that are for crappy shows. I'm gonna definitely put up one, a show that mm-hmm. we hate, 
that has a fantastic mm. theme song. Yeah, um, but <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to make. I think it, it probably has to, but Scrubs mm. is good. Mm. So yeah, I, it's I'm been vetoed. Hub camps veto. up. I'm going to stand by the veto. Number three. Um, I think you're talking about Game of Thrones, Kevin. Mm-mm. No. Okay. No, uh, a, show, a show that we hate. Okay. That it's a show that we the theme song <laughs> is good. That everyone else loves. Oh, oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah. That also is on the list for sure. Got it, got it. Yeah, also very much on the list. No, we're we don't hate Game of Thrones. We're mad at Game of Thrones. I love it. I'm between I'm between three on this, all of which I think are are more iconic and better than Scrubs. I'm gonna go with, you know what? You know what's really great about this podcast, guys? What? You guys all know. You guys all know my name. I Cheers! Like that here. was my number two. Yes. Everybody Good. knows Good. my name. Everybody. Good. Good. Cheers. Good answer. Okay. Yep. That was my. That was what I was. Make you all I was between mm-hmm. Cheers and Scrubs, and Cheers is the number two cheers, on my list. So then I could have held the veto, and we could have had more power at the end. But uh, I'm fine with Cheers where it is. Uh, Good. It, yeah. Let's keep moving. Pretty Europe. Yeah. Good. Yes. Yes. Works yes. Good. Um, I am tossing in uh, Gilligan's Island. It's on the list as well. On the list as well. Because, and here's my here's my thing with this one. So Gilligan's Island, you can take the theme song for Gilligan's Island and also sing Amazing Grace over top of it, and it works. <laughs> Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I was lost. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't know that. I, I, had it at, I had it at five. Moving it to four is fine with me for that particular reason. <laughs> A that pretty, pretty. That is a fun fact. I need you to grasp a hold of what you just yes. did and do more of that. Put the drop in. Put the drop in again. Put the drop in so many times. That's a fun fact. Jacob, pretty fun fact. Pretty fun fact. Yeah, give it the good drop this time. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Anyone, anyone doing version. anything with Gilligan's yeah. Island? Oh, no. yeah. I, I can't do anything because uh, you made me waste it on Scrubs. <laughs> I feel like so, you're mad at Scrubs. Again, I'm not I'm mad going at Scrubs. Th- I am actually fine with Scrubs from here on out. Okay. But so three I, I, was too much? It was. It was way too rich for me. Five is fine. Three is too much. Okay. I would fine. prefer it at like seven, eight, nine range, but if it goes to five... I'm, I'm fine to have exhausted it where I did. All right, Flynn. So, again, I, I, I am going for songs that elicit an emotional appeal that's also very good. So, I know, you know, that I'm not telling the truth. Mm. It's Psych. Psych is amazing. And that theme song is phenomenal. This is the kind of stuff you should be bringing more often, Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> of all time? Yes, so good. I'm gonna challenge. I'm gonna challenge. Psych is one of the best shows of all time, and it's it is yeah. so yeah, hard yeah, yeah, yeah. To, theme to song. Oh, yeah, no, it's, Psych, it's too cult. I I, I enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy Psych. Uh, I'm gonna challenge with "Thank You for Being a Friend" from Golden Girls. Uh, you're, it's, you're, it's, you're, you're weaponizing Betty White because Kevin is obviously mm-hmm. going to, to, to vote with uh, his pants instead of his brain. Weapon, <laughs> weaponizing is the second worst thing we've done to Betty White, according to quarantine. <laughs> Kevin's, Kevin's voting with his head, but not the one on his shoulders, okay? 
Thank you for being <laughs> a friend. Thank you for being a friend. I just mean, so that you song know, just, just so jams. you know, before mm. you vote against mm-hmm. Psych, Maggie mm-hmm. Lawson is from Louisville. Yeah. I love Maggie Lawson. She's great. Yeah, we've invited her to every derby party that we've ever had. Oh, I mean, you know where I am. Where are you? I I don't particularly care about the theme song to the Golden Girls. I, I think it's a great show. I think the show vastly outclasses the theme song. Psych is perfect from theme song to end. It's I, I'm going to vote Psych. I, I think it might be a little too rich for for the list, but it's my favorite, one of my favorite shows of all time, and uh, the theme song is a part of it. Yeah, so as a man of integrity, let me just say, neither neither are on my list. Agreed. Um, I would have I would have mentioned Golden Girls in our honorable mentions right around the same time as a couple others that I'll talk about later. But I don't think either are deserving to be in the top ten. So we're gonna let the number we're gonna let the number game decide. Integrity, my um. You wanna see my list? <laughs> Did you rub my I, lamp? Did you wake me this, up? Did you bring did me you wake here? Me up? To bring me here. Uh, this might be a might be a, a like we might have to go to eleven to twenty on this on a future episode if if we're feeling this impassioned already. This no, is great because I, I think eleven to twenty we just throw it in. Um, Kevin, I just texted you uh, confirm receipt and then I have the received this number. Uh, I don't know. Pretty yeah, challenge. Pretty, so you pretty yeah. It's one. It is one. It is one. Thank you for being a friend. I'm uncomfortable that at the end, you should have vetoed it instead of, well, now you can't veto the challenge. Um, it, it does offend me a little bit that in losing the the vote, I now have to have pretty thank me for being a friend as, the, as a result. Like, it seems like the most insulting theme song title to lose to. The pleasure was all yours. Um, so Golden Girls is at five. That's what I have. So we're yep. on the six. Yep. Which goes I, to Kevin. I'm going to put up what I have at five and recognizing I might not ever get to rank anything. Well, I'll get to rank one more thing maybe, but you're, this will be vetoed or challenged inappropriately. But when you think about songs, this is a mistake for the consensus piece, but I'm right and you're wrong. When you think about songs that are great songs that introduce a show that almost have nothing to do with the show, like Superman from Scrubs. Um, oh, man, I should just put say up Superman Scrubs. from Scrubs. Yeah. I should. I should. Okay, let me just say this. Let me just say this. What I have at six. My mom was so right. <laughs> what I have at six is the theme song from Growing Pains. Because... The you song. are you are a weird growing painsian. Kevin, sing it, sing <laughs> it. Song he never had you growing pains Show me that so smile again. Ooh, show me that smile. Don't waste another minute on your crying. They're nowhere near the oh, end. They're nowhere the end. The best, best is ready, ready to, to begin. begin. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's that amazing. It makes that me was so not, excited. That was the opposite of beautiful, I'll be honest. <laughs> so I'm not putting it up because it won't pass. I'm putting Scrubs at six, but, but man, that should be on everyone's list because it's such a good theme song it's, for a it's show. It's not on my list, and I'm very You guys hate Growing Pains for no reason. Scrubs at six. Cool with me. I can't do anything, and I assume the other two are just going to be fine I, with it. I like Scrubs at six. I, hey, um, I, I think uh, I'm going to challenge Oh, dang. And this is like Flynn's favorite show of all time. This is surprising to me, and I love it. Growing Pains? Flynn, there's like three sh- there's, there's three TV shows you could, you could challenge. You're challenging. I, I, he, put, he put up Scrubs. 
Oh, he put up scrubs? I thought he put growing yeah. pains. My bad. No, 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 no I'm, not, I'm not challenging Kevin, scrubs. Kevin pulled a Kevin right. and was like, I'm going to Yeah, I'm I stopped not paying attention because pains. he was so long-winded. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with scrubs. <laughs> All right, what's seven, Hove? I expect this to fail, but law and order. <laughs> it's so simple it's incredible you, everyone knows what you're talking about it's just so do whatever you want with it i think it's pretty amazing and i wanted to put it on the list oh my god oh, i can't oh man okay i'm gonna challenge a scooby-doo Yes. That's probably the I think biggest that's mistake the, I've seen. I think that's the <laughs> best thing that could have happened to Law and Order's theme song. <laughs> Law and Order. Challenge Law and Order you. is a crime is a crime investigating show. It's only going to be outdone by a better crime investigating show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> With meddling teenagers. Scooby Doo has you know, my vote. Just so you speaking know. Speaking of speaking of crime investigating shows. We probably could have just put any song by The Who on here. Because it's yeah, the CSI song is on my CSI. list. Yeah, and, CSI. And, is and, and the fact that Kevin was going for quote unquote best theme songs and just didn't include one of the most iconic bands of all time's greatest <laughs> hits catalog, a <laughs> little alarming. Yeah, they like combine lots of different Let's not different throw accusations around like The Who is not on my list. They're on my list. If you think that any of The Who's songs are worse than the songs we've got on this list we got issues uh the theme song from csi at las vegas is worse than the theme song from growing pains i said it and i stand by it which one's which one's vegas is that Bob who are you? yeah who are no that's you? oh yeah that one's las vegas okay yeah who, 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 who. i mean that's Miami like i Bob really want to know yeah yes what's the uh what's new york's who cares uh no, yeah. it's just the who. Only, only CSI uh, uh, Las Vegas <laughs> well members. Done. That's well done. <laughs> I love that they're bringing it back. Do you guys see that? Uh, no, I didn't see that. CSI I, Las I, Vegas I, is coming back. Is Morpheus in it again? Morpheus was never in it. Yeah. No. The guy that played Morpheus, what's Lawrence, his name? Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. I think he it took over for the guy that played Gil Gerson. We are on a sidetrack that no one should have gone on. Uh, the whole point of this was to insult Kevin's musical uh, knowledge because the Who is better than all of these songs. Um, Scooby Doo's at seven. I didn't expect it to carry through. Pretty, I think you're. We're back to you. At eight. Yeah. We're 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 about to throw some shade at some shows. We are. There's, there's yeah, this is really this is real tough. Left. That's what I'm we saying. We probably this should have separated tough. a lot of stuff from this list. But yeah. Of all time, like we had to do, we had to do four different scores of of three shows. Scores. It was three score in ten years. Okay, um, <laughs> which is different... probably the second most famous use of the word score. Yeah, on this podcast, <laughs> it's getting yeah. notoriety. That's for sure. <laughs> yes. So pretty figure it out, bro. Years. Three score in um, ten okay. years. This is probably this is probably where the one we talked about belongs. It does it though. So I have to give a shout out to to one. Uh, I'm gonna pull a Kevin here. Brady, Jeopardy's still not on there. Yeah, no. H hang on. Before Jeopardy, anything happens, Jeopardy, let's, let's can I be honest? This. Jeopardy was just a ploy, a plot device, just to get Kevin to burn uh, one suck. of his one of his <laughs> cards. <laughs> Huffcamp is out. Understand how this game is played. Huffcamp is out of everything. Kevin has used a challenge. Jacob has used what? A challenge. A challenge, and Flynn has used what? A challenge. I thought so you, there are no, three Flynn, vetoes did you remaining. veto something? 
No, I challenged. No. What did you challenge? He challenged uh, me with oh, Scooby-Doo. Scooby yeah. Right, okay. So yeah. we have Who three vetoes left, and that's it. Pretty, you challenged Golden Girls? Three vetoes left. We have three yep. three songs left to add to this list, and three vetoes are out there. So let's see how this goes. So here we go. Here we go. Uh, so I have to give a shout-out to this one because I was going to put it on, uh, but then I was like, nah, I'll save this for movies. Um, the theme song to the Batman animated series, that which was, was an, honorable, an honorable mention of mine. Yes, that's fair. Danny so Elfman good. and Shirley Walker. Do, 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 do. Like, oh, I just started rewatching those just for fun on HBO Max. Perfect. Best. So good. Best Batman. They're, they're great. The best Batman. So good. Um, but I'm gonna go with another animated that actually uh, another animated show that actually do it. Uh, not many, not many TV theme songs are so catchy and so iconic that they coin their own interval that is instantly recognized in the jazz musician world. I'm going with the Flintstones. Oh, God, I hate you. That's the wrong choice. Is it, though? Yes. Do something about it. Are you speaking jazz? I'm sorry, are you speaking jazz to us now? I are am. you speaking yes? <laughs> yes. Yes, flute? It's pronounced with a soft J. Do something about it, then. I, I hope can't. can't. I can't. He no, is I'm out. talking I to would, Kevin. I would happily put a different children's shows theme song up for this if we were doing that but here we are Flynn you do something about it you don't want Flintstones there either I'm fine with Flintstones there I hate you veto Flynn isn't it awesome to play on the saxophone no it, it is Flynn, Flynn just Flynn just, bluff, Flynn just bluffed yep. me into that and I'm fine with it veto move on Flynn what's eight Pokemon Ooh. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Okay. That's the yeah, right answer. That's what you were talking about. That's the right I, answer. Uh, it's there. <laughs> oh, good job. You're welcome. <laughs> it's on, it, you know, listen, of the three, of the four of us, I work out the least. But it is on my workout playlist because it is so empowering. I want to oh, be so the epic. very best. Yes, oh, 100%. It's just, oh, it's so good. Well done, Flynn. That, I, listen. I hate you on this podcast, and I am so happy with you right now. This is a refreshing emotion. This is a great time for Cora to call in and get <laughs> men some fences here. Bill, bridges are being built tonight. There is only one other. There's only one other animated show on this list. It's not going to be on any of your lists. It probably should be. It's not going to make the top ten. So I'm gonna use this moment to shout out Darkwing Duck. As a phenomenal theme song it's for on, it's an on animated my list show. of potentials. Yes, Darkwing it's Duck. let's get, let's get dangerous. dangerous. Yeah, um, Darkwing Duck. We probably need to put Friends on this list. The theme song Ooh, from nope. Friends is good. I think it has to be here. I'm putting it up at nine. It is. I'll, it is I'll be great, there for it's you. A great theme song. The show is overrated. The theme song is not. That's Correct. a that's a Kevin Reynolds fact. That's a Dr. K story time. Is this, what it's is this, short, number eight? This is nine. This is number nine. Number nine. Wait, what was seven and eight then? Seven was Scooby-Doo, Scooby eight was Pokemon. Pokemon. Two animators went back to back. Uh, Pretty, do you want to veto it? Uh, sure. I'm going to veto. Okay. I think. Only so Flynn has that, a veto left. I know that Flynn wants to veto, but I think. That if I put up a theme song that was used in a popular rap song, that he'll be more accepting of it. So I'm going to put up the Jeffersons. <laughs> so do I risk <laughs> getting rid of the Jeffersons and letting Pretty choose? Well, this is number nine. Yeah, I know. There's two left. 
Flynn's already mathed this out that he will get the 10th pick. Flynn, is going to, Flynn, Flynn has it no matter what. If he vetoes yes. now or if he vetoes later. Uh-huh. Um, yes. But I think Flynn, he likes it. He is going to be number 10. It is a certainty. So, fine. What is nine? Flynn, are you vetoing I, or not? I think, he, I think he likes the Jeffersons on the list. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Does he like it more than his own, than whatever he thinks Pretty would do? I'm going to see if Pretty can read my mind. And this choose. is never going to work. He is going to ruin the list for all three of us, and you know it. I'm going to let the Jefferson stand. Oh, okay. Whew. And see if Pretty can read my mind at number 10. Yeah, Pretty. I know what Flynn's going to pick, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to hold another. On. Pretty, what do you think he's going to pick? No, 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 no. I know what Flynn's going to pick, so I'm going to pick saying, that what do you and think, read Flynn's what mind. Do you think he, oh, you do G- know, give so him a minute. Let him diatribe. Yeah. I do it a lot. So I'm going <laughs> to – Kevin does do it a lot. Uh, I gotta. I mean, there's so many other. There are so many shows we are just kind of tossing oh, away. Like I, I honestly do kind of hate that I vetoed Friends because it is a good song. You can put it, it is up a good song. You can put it up at ten. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. This is like when you put uh, Flubber on the list for no damn reason. Yeah. See, that was a mistake. But <laughs> yes. this, this, this is more my specialty. We have to come back and do eleven to twenty. No, we don't. I'm just. I'm putting it out there. We'll do it on a future week. Uh, Anyways. Veto. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I gotta give a shout out. I gotta give a shout out to uh, the Ducktales theme song. Ooh. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. That's catchy AF. You can't even deny it. Yes, I uh, will also, say this. Kristen watched Ducktales with Sam last week. It's on Disney Plus. Her comment to me was probably not okay um there's some racism that takes place in ducktales that is absolutely is just not okay anymore um, oh no the show it oh, wasn't yeah. okay then either but no yeah so i just i just like i'm just saying like ducktales i thought about it and i'm too mad about it fair i have i i have not rewatched. um anyways uh, good to know. Good to know. I also have to give two more shout outs. I got to give a shout out to Lost in Space, uh, which was composed by John Williams, who Kevin hates. And I also got to give a shout out to the Twilight Zone. Uh, I, accept, I accept that shout out. Great. Great. What is 10? <laughs> but 10 is going to be, because this is what Flynn would want it to be, the Andy Griffith show. You did not read my mind. <laughs> Vito's poorly. poorly. It's a good one. It's a good one, and it should probably be on the list. But if I'm if I'm choosing personally, oh, one wow. of my favorite theme songs of all time that gets it, Kevin, you know, workout playlist. This gets me hyped. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. NBA on NBC. That theme song is phenomenal. No! The in- yeah, NBA on NBC is number 10. Is that a sitcom? Is that a, is, well, that it's a show. A sitcom. We didn't, it's a we didn't specify show. sitcom. Yeah. We said TV show. No, the football show. theme. <laughs> That's the Monday Night Football theme. <laughs> <laughs> Which is better. Which, first off, you have could have done that. NBA you should on NBC have. If you're, you're going to pick a stupid sports intro, then this is exact. Oh my god! The Olympics. Also, John Williams. NBC. 
I hate NBA this. Yeah, I hate this so much. Okay. Uh, I'm so, going to read okay, through, I'm gonna read through this list. I'm going to do, and then future. we will throw out a few last minute shout outs. Um, here is the actual list for best theme songs as decided by the Bourbon and Brothers podcast. Uh, one through nine is decided. Ten was decided by Flynn. Uh, one, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Two, The Adams Family. Three, Cheers. Four, Gilligan's Island. Five, The Golden Girls. Six, Scrubs. Seven, Scooby-Doo. Eight, Pokemon. Nine, The Jeffersons. And ten, I will read it exactly as I type, NBC, NBA, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I would have preferred I, it, if you used the song titles, but that's fine. Literally, accept, it is uh, number one on my list. Uh, number two is Pokemon. And I knew that I had to put Pokemon first because that would have been You put vetoed. Psych up earlier, and you could have just put Psych on the list and made Again, so I'm better happy. at this game than you all are. No, you're just awful. Nah, as I a did human. what I wanted. I have two things to say. When we listen to this again, like so many of these... I blame Pretty Not Flynn for how this list turned out. Pretty, you <laughs> messed this up. This is your fault that this list sucks so bad. A hundred percent. Know that, hear it, and internalize it and get better. Two, here are three notable snubs from this list. Game of Thrones should yes, absolutely have been absolutely on this list. Absolutely on my okay. list. An honorable mention that shouldn't have been on this list but needs to be mentioned is the, the theme song to the cartoon The Boondocks. That theme song is fantastic. It was my ringtone for three years of college. <laughs> the only other one that's on my list, the only other one other than Growing Pains, which I've already talked about, is a fantastic theme song, is Gullah Gullah Island. Gullah Gullah Island yes. is a phenomenal theme song. Um, that you and Cora would agree on that. She bought me the first season of Gullah Gullah Island on DVD for not. All right, I'm gonna do. do I'm gonna do my quick three shout outs. Not necessarily that belongs on the list, but that. Uh, well, I already said my piece about Law and Order. Friends and Brady Bunch have been kind of mentioned. Um, Game of Thrones was just mentioned. Malcolm in the Middle, phenomenal Gross. theme song. Gross. Great theme song. Uh, very underrated show. Shouldn't have been on the list. Deserves the shout out. Um, Happy Days is a weird thing we haven't mentioned. Especially as fraternity brothers of the show's creator and stars. Yes, we probably should. Yeah, yeah, that one was interesting. Uh, and Sesame Street. <laughs> We're going to talk about kids' shows that, sh- that have a great theme song. That's probably, probably one that should be on the list. Uh, hey Arnold, Hawaii Five-0, and... Uh, I care about none of those. You don't like Hawaii Five-0 or Hey that. Arnold? I didn't say that. I said I care about none of those being left off the list. And The Muppet Show. It's The Muppet Show. Yep, I agree. Uh, those it's were... time to play the music. You I'm know, excited. Yep, pretty. I'm thrilled that you got to mention those, and um, I'm very glad that you mentioned them in the shout-out section, not on the list, because I think none <laughs> of those deserved it. I don't uh, even know if I was, I don't even know if they deserve the shout-out. Simpsons is a good one. Psych, obviously, and also uh, Doctor Who has had the same uh, theme song, I'm pretty sure, for like decades, and it is yep. it is very good. So. I do think we need to come back and revisit these because there's you a lot we left that. off. You have said that. We so. have listened. We are moving on. Yep. So done with you right now. This is your fault. That's fine. I All I can think of, Kevin, is you turning away from the kids of Camp Hope, talking to yourself. It's your fault. It's your fault. No, it's their fault. How you doing, little Tony? God, Bad. speaking of camp, <laughs> salute your it's shorts. Their fault. You have so, failed and you will pay. Salute your shorts should be on this list. That is a phenomenal theme song. Are you kidding me that we no one thought of it? I'm probably the only one old enough to know it. But okay, fine. 
before we move on to our hot toddy takes, I have to say this. Um, I have moved on from the Bella Maysville because it's ungodly expensive to because uh, to, Flynn a couple weeks ago drank Bella Maysville and then moved on to a regular bourbon like old granddad and he was like this is so different I don't this is a you know he likes them both but this is a staunch difference so I thought I'd do an experiment I've moved on to Weller um, I put Weller Special Reserve in my cup after finishing Bella Maysville which is a weeded bourbon right with, Bella yeah. Maysville is a malted wheat whiskey Weller is a the original weeded bourbon and you know what I'll say is the the difference in tasting the sweetness of the malted wheat versus the wheat in the bourbon with the corn, because Bell Maisel is 100% malted wheat, so there's no corn in it at all. Um, the, um, you know, the, the difference is interesting to me, but it really works out. I think the other reason I'm drinking Weller is because Weller is incredibly, Weller's Reserve, the green label, is incredibly rare, so it's hard to find. It is not expensive. And so when I looked at the bourbons on my bourbon barrel that I could drink tonight, it was like, do I drink a more expensive bourbon that is easier to find or the more rare bourbon that I have like so much of that is, you know, essentially a $25 bottle of bourbon. And so I went with the I went with Weller and I, I just wanted to add that in as a bit of a bourbon person caveat that when you're saving your bourbons, which you really shouldn't do, because bourbon is meant to be, you know, is meant to be shared and drank together. Um, don't let the the rareness outweigh the cost for some of these pieces. I think that's an important distinction. Yeah, that's uh, that's the same reason that I'm now drinking uh, Wild Turkey 101. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> okay, good to know. Cooper's Craft Cooper's is my secondary craft. bourbon. Uh, <laughs> I need to mention one more thing. He's like, I just finished my mixed drink. (laughs) Well, no, no, no. I I finished that a while back. I just poured. Now I am drinking just Old Forester, Kevin, uh, which is good as always. Bonded, Um, though, right? I I would just like to give a a quick little, like, hey, if anyone wants a lesson in, like, how theme songs developed over the years, go listen to every episode of WandaVision and how Bobby – or uh, Robert Lopez and Kristen Anderson Lopez wrote theme songs that were original, but kind of alluded to different ones. Uh, and it's a travesty that we left Agatha all along off that list. He's talking about the sitcom. Just saying. The sitcom. WandaVision. Yes, the sitcom. Wanda Vision. Yep. <laughs> all right, Stop here's it. here's why we shouldn't do an eleven through twenty because I've never heard Pretty Name drop so much in his life. Like he's met these <laughs> fucking composers. So what are we doing next? And someone move us along. We are doing a hot toddy takes, and in the show sheet it says Huff Camp introduces, but because he just said, what are we doing next, and someone move us along, I'm jumping in. Hot toddy takes. So in this situation, um, as normal, we have, the four of us have prepared at least something that we believe is not the consensus in terms of the, you know, the worldview on a particular item that is a hot take. And so we're going to share those hot takes to the three, the others, because we don't know what each other's hot takes are going to be. And we will react as we always have. You know, a hot take 
um, you know, is like Jerry Seinfeld isn't really all that funny. People seem to think he is. Those people are incorrect. That's a good hot take. It's not the consensus, but it's right. So that's, you know, just to get us in as an example from a, a Kevin, prior you and episode. I, you and I are often allies on this show, but I will jump through the computer screen and fight you if you don't end this Jerry Seinfeld hate. The first time I said that, I was in your home, like 40 feet away from you, and you right, did nothing. Right, and so I, I, gave, I, I, gave you, I gave you one chance. Everyone gets one. You had, you had the one episode. It. So and we're going to do this. And I will not stand by it anymore. So we're going to do this hot toddy takes. We're going to share them in order in which the people on this podcast bother me. So tonight, that goes pretty, Flynn, Hovcamp, <laughs> me. So pretty, you're up first. So, uh, I, think, I think the hot take, Kevin, should have been that you put yourself third. <laughs> I bother myself. More well, I was going to put myself fifth and call Cora, but I don't have her number for Arch Nemesis Cora and have her, you know, jump in. I'll invite her on the pod soon. Let's, let's not. And then obviously quarantine left and, and, you know, as long as you take the laundry upstairs like you're supposed to, we're all going to have an okay time next time we see her. But Pretty, what's your hot toddy take? So my hot toddy take is, um, uh, so, you know, it's weather's changing. It's turning into a That is not a hot thing. take. That is a fact. Do you not understand facts? Pretty, also, we've not talked a fun about fact, though, just a fact. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling take. a Kevin here. I, I'm, I'm setting up, I'm doing a, like a 15-minute diatribe oh, to set oh, up okay. a, like a 30-second. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I hate so to cut opinion. you off. Please continue. On with no, the chlorophyll. Thank you. Uh, here's what's true. <laughs> the weather's changing. So I understand the concept of like having candles that have fall scents, pumpkin, apple pie. That's great. I enjoy that. What I don't find um, necessary is uh, scented hand soaps of different seasons. Um, in general, I personally think that uh, if a hand soap has a strong enough smell that I can identify it and I'm like, whoa, that's pretty pungent, I, it is too much. Um, I prefer just a nice, if anything, just a little lemon or a little lavender. Nothing beyond that. We do not need uh, hand soaps for specific seasons. That's my hot toddy take. This is a weird thing to take a stance on. I'm not going to lie. I don't understand why this is what you chose. I, just I like chose it because I was just in the wrong. store yesterday. I just was in the store yesterday, and Kat was like, oh, pick up some fall scented hand soaps. I was like, mm, I don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nope. Just no. Here's, I didn't. Here's here's the here's the thing. Oops, if I you forgot. if you were to say, oh, here's this non-scented hand soap right next to this apple cinnamon hand soap. I'm putting apple cinnamon on my hands every time. Or a day. No. Or a day. All day, what? every day. All, All day. Yeah. All if day. If you mean to tell me that after I pee, my hands can smell delightful. All day. Yes. Sign me up. All day. <laughs> I've got lavender wow. hand soap upstairs. I can't get enough of Lavender's it. fine. Lavender's fine. You it's, missed that part, Hovecamp. No, I didn't. Lavender's I, cool. Did I was two feet away listening the whole time. I can't stand the, I, I don't I don't get why we need like fall scented hand soaps. This is the Flint, wrong you gotta be with This me on is this. the wrong take about hand soap. <laughs> hand soap should be the foaming nozzle hand soap and not the gel oh, yeah, nozzle hand soap of the time. every Absolutely. single time. That I don't is, care that what is the right like. take. 
I don't care what it smells, what it smells like, like foaming as long over as it's gel, foamy period. in my hand because that it, it that's that's a game changer. Whatever that technology is, that person it, it should, deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. Can we create a, a can we can we create a peace prize, Flynn, for yes. this podcast? Can Absolutely. we start awarding peace prizes on this podcast? Because I agree the with you. foaming that hand soap, hundred percent. What what it what, uh, why do you guys like it so much more? I don't particularly care foaming texture. or not foaming texture. It's because because they don't have to do as much effort to lather up their hands. Don't don't put that. So like when it comes texture. When it comes out, when it's not all foamy, it takes forever to get off of your hands. But the foam, it's like you just lather it up, and it's like the quickest process in the world. You still get a, a soapy hand wash. I mean, it's great. Yeah, foaming foaming just takes the soap, like almost seemingly dilutes it, and then you rinse it off, and you never really. It doesn't wash dilute your hands. it though. It doesn't dilute it. It just, it just adds when you, bubbles. When you use foam soap versus non-foam soap, I guarantee you, you wash your hands like ten seconds less. During Fine. during COVID, when we had to it's use hand day. sanitizer, <laughs> when we had to use hand sanitizer all the time, and I continue to do so, I I was so clear. It's like the foaming hand sanitizer first. I'll use it every single time. Yeah. The next is the most liquidy hand sanitizer that smells like grain alcohol, and then it was like the the gel crap that makes me feel sticky. When you go to the hand soap that is this goo. It feels like goo. I don't like the texture. I much prefer the foam suds. The only situation where the foam suds don't work is when they try to when they try to transition them to dish soap. Then it doesn't work as well. It doesn't cut grease enough. You got to go with the goo on the dish soap. But for hand soap, foam all the way. See, when I'm washing my hands, like when I, when I get the goo on my hands, at that moment, I'm like, I just got to get this off of my hands. Mm-hmm. Like that yes. that is way worse than whatever problem. urine is on my hands at that moment. Problem. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, also, stop peeing on your hands, Flynn. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you're yeah, doing peeing You gotta wrong. stop doing that, man. Uh, so, Hope Camp might have some validity on this. According to the interwebs, foam soap may be less effective than liquid soap at killing germs. So, Fine. just saying. Still Whatever. counts. It's better. It's, a, it's, better, it's better soap because it's worse soap. In my grading, <laughs> it's better. Okay. Oh, my God. Have you all been to more. a restaurant? Because this has happened a couple times since the pandemic started where, like, I go to the soap dispenser and clearly they have just decided to cut corners and put uh, hand sanitizer in the soap dispenser. And it's not yes, soap. It's, it's just hand gonna, sanitizer. Okay. <laughs> Flynn and Kevin, rank these three options. Okay. Foam soap, gel soap, no soap. Foam you, soap. You just finished peeing. You just finished peeing. You're about to head out. What are, rank those three yeah, options? What I will do versus what I prefer, different. What I prefer, <laughs> foam soap, no soap, gel soap. What I will use because I'm not a, 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 a dirty person <laughs> is foam soap, gel soap, no soap. Okay, you got to wash your hand. That's important. But I, it, it I, don't want, I don't want to do Kevin's 100% it. right. Okay. It hurts me I to just say wanted, it, but it's, it's I just wanted it on the record. Episode 32, Flynn and I are more aligned than we've ever been. And yeah, this, this has is been strange. a weird last like, podcast. NBA on NBC is an absolute Stop, stop talking. You're ruining everything with your mouth. But speaking of ruining everything with your mouth, what is your hot toddy take, Flynn? So I have strong opinions on the seasons of the year. Uh, so pretty, pretty, your, your oh hot God, toddy take four. about the soaps. I, again. There's four. How do you have so, strong opinions about this? There's four. So if we were to do a this podcast is rank on seasons, um, 
the objective. There's false winter, second winter. There's all kinds of things. The objective, uh, socially. Do you think he knows about second winter? <laughs> okay. Are fall. Okay. Spring. Yep. Winter. No. Summer. No. Wait, wait. Are you saying summer that's is the last. rank? That's the rank. Fall, spring, winter, summer. Summer no. is the worst of the season. You suck. Yeah, no, that's wrong. No. It, I was with you until you mixed up winter and summer. Fall is the best, period. You got football. You got school starting. You got the Great best weather, weather period. Yeah. Spring, next over because you're coming out of the winter months, and it's like, oh, my God, I can roll my windows down day. Like, that's the best feeling ever is I can roll my windows down today day. Spring and then you see here. a wasp. But then you get to like, summer, no! and you're like, now I have to roll my windows, windows up because it's so hot and sticky and disgusting. And wasps are everywhere, and they're trying to murder you. And you're getting sunburnt by just going outdoors. I mean, it's 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 the worst of the 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 the. No, the, 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 the salt that covers your car during winter because the roads are terrible and there's and you can't wash your car because it'll freeze. There's all this stuff in the winter. Winter sucks. I would I would happily live in a state where winter didn't exist. The only reason I don't is because I would miss spring and fall. Two things happen in the winter. Well, I guess three things. I do enjoy... Butterflies die. Just so you, just just think about it. Butterflies okay. die. First off, <laughs> first off, they overwinter like in various forms. You could have chrysalises that overwinter. The monarchs <laughs> are down in Mexico overwintering what? in forms. Uh, you could have some that overwinter as caterpillars. Andrew butterflies Pumpkin don't fun die. Facts. Hold on. <laughs> what is overwinter? Overwintering? They're hibernating. What is this? It's how insects survive. If every single insect, some insect died, died at, uh, at the first frost, you wouldn't have insects the next year. So they overwinter in yeah, some I thought that's form what happens. or another. They die, and um, then they then come back. have life again the next nope. year. So some migrate monarchs, no. mi- migrate to Mexico. Some will overwinter as uh, in their chrysalid. Just lots of options. Great. Winter, that wasn't even where I was going. You guys got me sidetracked on bug facts, guys. And I don't it's so good. It. It's so good because you're better at bug, you're better at bug facts than, than Flynn is at back facts. And, and he should be better. Back and facts you're and great. bug facts. No, okay. After Christmas, which is barely winter by serious <laughs> definitions of the term, um, you have absolutely nothing I care about in January until whoa, 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 the Australian whoa. Open. Hang on. And then we'll throw in the Super Bowl which I barely care about most years. And it's mostly about the Australian open. And then it's spring, spring training. That's where it's at. And it's all, so winter is the worst. It's cold. I hate being cold. I would rather throw my jackets away forever, but I acknowledge the, a good frost is good for everything. So you're right. And I don't want to dismantle that, but quick point of order. What I think you meant to say was Christmas happens and then Disney Movie Marathon happens, and then there's some other stuff that happens. The order, the order of Christmas and Disney Movie Marathon does fluctuate. Um, Christmas is only great because of what's associated with it. So when I say Christmas, what I mean is literally the Christmas Eve dinner with my family and Disney Movie Marathon. I could yeah. give an actual – I do not care about the holiday Christmas. I don't like Christmas music. This has been well documented on the fact that I'm somehow not the biggest Scrooge on this show. Um, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's so amazing. Um, but I, I hate most things to do with Christmas, but Disney Marathon and that dinner with my family 
takes yeah, the cake. Yeah, so, okay, and so, that's fine. So I, those I'm, two things are all Christmas to me. I hear you, and I agree. I just want to make sure it was noted for two reasons. One, because it's important to all of us, and two, because I wanted to demonstrate to Pretty what a point of order actually should be. <laughs> so I just wanted to cover both of those points, and then we can move on. Yeah, point of order, um, Disney Movie Marathon happens in the winter. That is an actual point of order. You're welcome. I'm so happy we That's did fair. it. Oh, my God. Kevin, welcome to the friend list. Happy to. I have one friend on this podcast. We do. Thank you. I'm glad we're here together. Huffcamp, what is your hot toddy take? Uh, I didn't have a great hot toddy take. Um, and earlier in the episode, you may have heard some some clanking between uh, myself and quarantine. Uh, it was that sounds way down, dirtier. Yeah, I was going to say she. Is. It's not sexual. I almost said it, but then it turns out I did need to say it. Well, Flynn started the ep- Flynn started the episode with "We're all in quarantine." together <laughs> yeah i heard it that. and every time it i say odd. it it gets it's weird and then you guys didn't yell at him um she brought down Root pumpkin quarantine. Ice. She, she brought okay. down pumpkin ice cream what? and yeah she brought down pumpkin ice cream what i loved it pumpkin ice cream is amazing pumpkin everything i've not had a bad pumpkin thing maybe it's not a hot take because they keep putting out pumpkin things uh, maybe this makes me, as Flynn would say, a basic. But it does. Uh, <laughs> but I've pumpkin is seasonal, but such a good flavor. I I can't disagree. Pumpkin with spice this. is bad. Pumpkin spice latte season is pumpkin beer. Uh, pumpkin no. pie is great. No, this pumpkin ice cream. I'm sure it's from Trader Joe's. That's where she usually shops. But who knows where it's from? Loved it. I once bought pumpkin cereal just because I felt the need for, and it was like the pumpkin version of Cap'n Crunch, which was disastrous. Loved it. It's pumpkin. What are you saying? It's, it's pumping Whoa. crunch. Whoa. <laughs> Do not take a pro Captain Crunch on this episode without no, qualifying No, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. That, good thing, that's exactly good thing what I mean. he was not that on that was, episode. That was an anti-Captain Crunch approach. Okay. This was a pump, like oh, essentially okay. a pumpkin version of Captain Crunch, and I liked it. Okay, yeah, okay, Captain okay, Crunch okay. Is bad. Wow. I hear That's you. That's how I good hear... pumpkin flavoring is. That's how good I... the pumpkin season is. Maybe it's fall, maybe it's football season. Pumpkin is great. Pumpkin is pumpkin. pumpkin is the only cobbler that is worth the time of day. Pumpkin is the spice. <laughs> Who the hell has cobbler? ever eaten I've pumpkin I've never had pumpkin cobbler. I'm so on board. Does Kristen <laughs> make that? How can I get cobbler. some of that? Pumpkin is the best flavor that Starbucks offers at any point in the year. No. The pumpkin spice latte is the <laughs> oh the God. only reason to go overpay for coffee at Starbucks is the pumpkin spice latte from Starbucks. Pumpkin is the... Those are the only two things I have to say about pumpkin. I agree with this take, but those are the only two things that I have to cite. It's, I, I think pumpkin oh is very polarizing, and they wouldn't produce this much pumpkin stuff if it didn't get bought. Um, and I, you know, but you know what? Nickelback makes music too. And this is not a pro Nickelback stance. They're pretty terrible, but like some people (laughs) have to like it. Um, and I think pumpkin spice gets bashed unfairly. It is so good. It's so I think you all have talked about starting your own podcast. And I, I think at this point it has to be called the bourbon and brother basic because that's (laughs) what you are like. Pumpkin spice is is not good. Pumpkin itself is good. Like the pumpkin flavor is good, but the pumpkin spice that gets that gets morphed into a bunch of just nutmeg and, and nastiness, nah. 
Okay, watch your watch your takes on nutmeg too. Yeah, nutmeg is bad. Okay, nutmeg is a top notch spice. It's you, not. You it turns eggnog. It turns like Kroger brand eggnog from like. Why did you buy this? To oh, okay, that's pretty good. No, nutmeg is the worst. That's it's what a, a little spice. bit of nutmeg does. Flynn, you're so that, stupid. That's a great hot take. Good you're lord, so, Flynn. You're how so do you stupid. how do you claim to be a good cook? Flynn, you're you're back to competing with Pretty for the stupidest. <laughs> host of this podcast i can't stand so kevin oh uh God. you you would agree with alton brown on this one he thinks nutmeg is great so i know don't you, put that I know don't put that alton don't brown. put that on me no <laughs> don't put that on me let me tell you something that alton brown should agree with me on here's my hot toddy take i did a trip to maysville as i mentioned and i went to a really cool place for lunch called m's eatery m apostrophe s eatery for lunch with my wife and son and they had all kinds of stuff on the menu it was a it was a fairly small menu because it's a really really small place where they make the food essentially in front of you in the area but whatever like waffle house i got i got it not it wasn't it, it's not not waffle like it's not not waffle house like it was pretty close but it was a much swankier country spot it was great uh, huddle house Mm, no, better than that. <laughs> I hop. So I, um, I looked all over the menu of different stuff, and, and I ended up for my lunch meal, I ordered, because I'm trying to go, I'm, for the time being, I'm trying to do a relatively low-carb situation when available. And this isn't low-carb because they're fried, but I got, a, I got uh, wings for my meal as, as the meal. So there weren't, like, you know, no sides, no fries, no nothing. So I got wings, and they were Korean. They were listed on the menu as Korean sticky wings, and I gotta tell you, they were phenomenal. Like I would, I, I told Flynn when I saw him later the day, I was like, if you go there, get the wings. They're phenomenal. One of th one of the things that's true about me that that is almost like my styrofoam take about how I hate styrofoam is I don't like messiness on my face. Like mm -hmm. I don't, and by, like so I don't ever order yeah. wings. Because I don't like holding them in my hand and eating. Like, same with ribs. I eat ribs with a fork and a knife. When I order them from anywhere. What? I eat ribs with a fork and a knife. I, God, it, it, it really oh. bothers me to have my face and fingers messy. I, so, will, I will order it. That's why I prefer a delicious dry rub to a delicious sauce. Sure. So when I, um, when I order wings, I, I default every time to boneless wings. Because... I can cut them with a fork and a knife and eat them and really enjoy them, but they're not wings. At, in this situation and in others, I've started branching out into wings more, and I'm starting to figure out one of the, one of the things that's true about me, which is when I got my wings from M's Eatery, I got like 12 wings, 10 of them were drumsticks, and two of them were the little wings where you have to like dig in. I hope we're not about to argue because I have very strong feelings about this. I, I don't Go care, ahead. Flynn. Shut your damn mouth. No one cares what you have to say this episode. You're awful. I five, was took five. I minutes. was thrilled. <laughs> I was thrilled that I had ten drumsticks. I ate them. Yes, we're on the same page again this episode. I ate them with such delight, and when it came time to the remaining two actual wings. Which are like the where there's the two bones and the meats in between where you Flats. get like I ate them with Flats. a fork and a knife and the the people there looked at me like what the hell is this guy doing? 
and I was like, I, I, I got an issue with it. I think when you order wings, you should be able to, and I'm fine paying extra, but you should be able to request an only drumstick option for wings because drumsticks are better than the crap that you have to deal with where it's the actual wing and, and the like calf thigh thing where you got to so, pull so the bones apart. I, I don't maybe. because I get less messy because I can one hand it. Plus they're crunchier. And get around it. And there's more meat that is accessible. So I, I just, I really, I, I will always default to boneless because I don't like messiness. But I'm getting into a place where I'm okay with the messiness a little bit. But I, I was like, I need five. I told the woman, I was like, I need five more napkins because I will wipe my face and hands after every single bite because it drives me crazy. But, but the drumsticks work better than the other things. The worst is needing to take a drink in between because then you're like grabbing it with your wrists and trying to take a sip. Well, yeah, star, and, you know, just yeah, my kid, my kid being who he is in between was also crazy because he was like all over the place, but. But when you order wings, you should be able to request a drumstick-only option. Flats, flats is a two-handed endeavor, but in general, what I've found is essentially you can break it apart, pull out one of them, and then one hand the other one. And so you, I, I think there's an, a non-difficult way to keep the mess contained. But I'm with you, Kevin, uh, 100% on this take in general – Boneless wings are less messy, and I love wings, but I struggle to order bone-in wings because I'm going to make a fool of myself. It's going to get everywhere. I will it's rarely order my wings if it's I'm around everywhere. people. Yep. If I'm around people, I will probably not order regular wings. If I'm just eating by myself at home or, or, or whatever, I might order wings, and I just might you know, go to town by myself and just get messy everywhere, but then be able to clean up in my own time. But if I'm, if I'm around people, I'm not going to order regular wings, but drumsticks are, are a hundred percent better. And actually at B-dubs, I have done that. I have ordered all drumsticks. They do charge you a little bit more, but I'm okay with it. I, I didn't know that was an option at B-dubs yeah. because I will now do it every time that, all the boneless wings are out, but I will order boneless no matter what period. But in the sense that I'm at a, I'm at a place where boneless isn't an option, which is a lot of places. And they're like, you can get a wing appetizer. And I'm like, can I get that as a meal? Yes. I want all drumsticks, period. So our, our cafeteria at school has started this new tradition of wing Wednesdays and the wings are fantastic. But like when I went last, last Wednesday at, at our, at our school, I was like pointing towards all the drumsticks and I felt bad at the people in line behind me. I was like, I took all the drumsticks and I, I don't, I don't feel good about that, but it's all I wanted. I don't want the other crap because it's going to take me so much time to get so little meat out of it with a fork and a knife. You all disgust me. Yeah. I, I think if you, if you order wings, you have to just say uh, that this is, this is the decision that I make when I order wings. Um, it's going to be a mess. And once I become okay with that, it doesn't really matter from there whether or not I'm ripping two-handed apart the flats, whether I'm just gnawing on the flat, on the drumsticks like it's corn on the cob. Um, and so I'm cool with it, and flats are fine. Because there's a way to eat them. You just rip it. You get a lot of extra meat on the bone. It's pretty nice. 
Um, flats are pretty tasty. You all disgust me. But to your point, I don't like getting messy, and I will often pass on wings, even though it might be the best option on the menu because of the mess. I mean, Flynn's point, which was, like, I don't order them when I'm with people. I could be home alone, and I'll go through 15 paper towels eating wings. I'll wipe my face in both hands between every damn bite. I hate it. I can't handle being having crap on my face and fingers. I just... I just go real hard, real fast on all the wings. Sure. Suck it up for like 10 minutes and then do a big cleanup before I even like touch the fries or the drink or whatever. I can't, I, I can't do it. I refuse, I refuse to eat with any of you at any location for any type of sporting event that oh, has wings. Thanks. I, you are disgusting. Sign a contract. Best take ever, Kevin. This is all it took? Sign a contract. Put it in writing. <laughs> I will. I, okay. I, who, who do I? Oh, I've got a contract lawyer. I'm going to contact my contract lawyer. Is it Jamal? And, uh, is it, yeah, or, it is. I'm sorry, is it not? Is it Jamal's wife, Hannah? Excuse me, excuse me. It's Jamal Esquire. <laughs> so get it right. So <laughs> let's be clear. Guys, uh, I'll contact I, my contract I'm, lawyer. I'm pretty sure that this take took too long. I'm pretty sure this episode took too long. Hopefully, you can punish oh, us. Oh, yeah, for Kevin's it. take was 45 minutes. Hopefully, we can be punished for this on the 9x9 nine nine grid that Flynn's going to create. And with yep, 81 the, like, punishments. And with like the 72 Incoming. free spaces that are left, uh, we'll actually have some punishments. <laughs> 72 of them are just going to take a shot. <laughs> Lord, 70, 72. 72 are going to say, You're not permitted drumsticks. So, I mean, we'll see how this goes. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I apologize for this entire episode. You didn't ask for it, uh, but there it was. So I do truly hope that you have a drink on us. Have a drink adjacent to us. In a world beyond that of our own, welcome to The Twilight Zone.